Welcome to this week's edition of Good Band, Bad Band, where we discuss and talk about two artists whose names sound the same, but their music sounds very different. This week we're discussing Aesop Kid Rock. This is Jared. Caleb. I'm Dax. Tyler. This is pretty good, guys. I'm pretty excited. Everyone's here. Way to start with the worst Kid Rock song. Well, the second worst Kid Rock song. Uh, is there a good Kid Rock song? <laughs> no, they're all bad, but that one is definitely second worst. I thought that the whole idea was that we always started the episode with the worst possible song that we could start oh, with. Oh, that's yeah, pretty that's accurate. That's it's somewhat accurate. If that if you were going to do that, then you should have chosen Picture, because it's the worst Kid Rock song. Maybe I'm whole, saving that for Cheryl Crow. I disagree. I, I like Picture, honestly. I think it's oh, a good well, that's song. That's because you didn't hear every person you know how many high school. Yes karaoke at that's what i was getting ready to bring up you know how many times i've heard that at karaoke before oh like so many times one guy so that does times. not know what he's doing it and the girl that's just like i wanted to sing picture with my man right and it's but the like, funny yeah, thing but about the song is, is about like, she wanted to sing it with her man and he sucks <laughs> he just sucks all the time and she's like i guess i still love you come over here why he's living his he's life in like a slow hell doing coke all the time yeah isn't the song essentially just like she's living her best life he's being a complete garbage bag yes and they, but they still love each other and think about each other all the time so maybe they should just do the thing maybe not cheryl maybe not cheryl maybe not. maybe don't do it cheryl 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 he kind of blows oh boy kid rock bawa da diddy <sighs> oh that's horrible too isn't it is there anything okay let's just go ahead and here here is this up is there any feasible way that kid rock it comes comes out ahead as good band most likely not but here's what i'll say here's a thing that i will respect about kid rock he has made the decision that his tickets will be 20 dollars for his show his concerts oh, wow. oh really he well, said he yeah, he came out and he's like concerts need to more, be more affordable all of my tickets 20 bucks that's pretty good okay. i like that he is also he's also in the oh, wwe like hall of fame oh my god he's oh in god, the wwe hall of fame he performed for The Undertaker one time, I think, and then I don't know he what else he did. $20 tickets, too. He has a lot in common with Donald Trump, I guess. Yeah, he does. Well, mm. remember he was going to run. Do you do you guys remember when he was going to run for, wasn't it, uh, mayor? Yeah, yeah he something. ran governor. Something. 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 No, yeah, something. governor or something. Senator. Michigan. President. Senate. Whatever it was. I, I can't remember for sure, but he was going to run for a public figure position, and he basically gave like a big Donald Trump-esque speech in like the same vein of him. And like people went wild, and I was like, "This is this is not good news. We're in a bad place right now." Oh my god! Kid Rock it's all, you cannot know be a public a political figure. It's this damn white trash Michigan people. Oh, here he goes doing their thing. I remember the other person. We got, of course, you've got Kid Rock semi embraces his white trash. Eminem fully embraces his white trash, and then you got Ted Nugent, who's just a crazy white trash person who like fair. All you know, of those are fair. a bunch of assistants and chases them down on four wheelers to shoot arrows at them shoot arrows God. did you ever see that no he had a reality show ted nugent where he hired a bunch of people to be like assistants on his farm and he had them like dress up in suits and they had to like run through his field and he chased them on four wheelers and like shot them i believe that like paintball guns and things that's what ted nugent does what a, and what kid a... rock that's what kid rock's platform was i'll round up a bunch of people and chase them around a farm in michigan that i might have and shoot them with things a couple of mad lads yeah so Man. Kid Rock produced Follow Me by Uncle Cracker. Yep. Well, because Uncle Cracker was in his uh, entourage or what have you. Like, Kid Rock had this group that he toured with. He had the the little person uh, that was in his group. 
little. He had, yeah. yeah, he had a little person. Uh, like a midget? Nope. Ooh. Uh, that's what I avoided hey, saying. Ludacris had that yeah, song bleeped on the radio, friend. Is he fucking jackass? Yes. <laughs> he had an entourage. and He also had Uncle Cracker. Uncle Cracker was his DJ. Did you know this? What? No. Uncle Cracker was Kid Rock's <laughs> DJ, I believe. I, I'm like okay, 90% when, sure when, I'm right. Uh, during what era? Oh, the early nine. I mean, mid to, right, so to late 90s. Because Uncle Cracker, did his, he did his follow me thing. Right, in that like, was like 90... early 2000s. Yeah. 2002. No, was that right? 2000. 2000? There you go. I want to say so a thing about little... Uncle Cracker if I can. Yeah. I okay. love the... So, like, you know the song Follow Me? And that everything song, is all right. That song is about... Um, Infidelity. Yeah, it's adultery. about inf- it's about adultery. Nobody knows it. They just sing it on the radio. They don't even know. They're Your talking mom about... likes that song. She's like, I like that song. I'm like, no, you don't. Do you, did you, you tell her like it was about song. adultery? No, because I'm like, she likes it. I'm like, I'm not going to tell you. I'm not even going to deal with that. I don't have that conversation yeah. about. I believe that Kid Rock also had like a like an African-American woman in his like touring group as well. I don't really, I don't really know what she did. Was Bam Margera she... there? Yeah, I think that he's got a whole crew, I think. <laughs> He's skateboarded and they're shooting, they're throwing darts at each other's asses with targets and things. I don't know. He's got, because uh, in uh, You Never Met a Motherfucker li- Quite Like Me, mm-hmm. uh, there's yep. that bit That's... where that person raps that's like, he sounds like a child, but he's really like an adult, huh. I believe, or something. No, I think maybe it was a child. That I don't know. That song sounds like it should be in Aladdin. <laughs> <laughs> but here's um, a quick question. Yes. Well, I guess continue with your point first. Well, I don't want to deviate. I don't know what my my point was. Basically, that uh, I don't know what my point was. He had an entourage, and Uncle Cracker was in it. Yeah, that was my. I mean, he. Yeah. If you look at his touring people, it's very bizarre. Like, look at old Kid Rock. It's kind of like like Kid Rock is kind of like Marilyn Manson, where like his name is He's the kind band. Of like Marilyn, right. his name is the band. Like Marilyn Manson is the person, but Marilyn Manson is also it's the group. The band. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. So that's kind of, Kid Rock is the so person, a- but he also has the door. Like same thing with, uh, I guess Avril Lavigne. Like Avril Lavigne is just the person, but when she was performing on things, she had the same like live well, people. Well, so any pop star, well. right? I mean, any any pop star has a some backing people that actually make music when they perform. Kind of. Some of them just push buttons, but you know. yeah. Well, it's like uh, Panic at the Disco is now only Brendan Urie. That's it. Yeah, that's, and he's what. And then, like, Paramore um, at one point only had two members because the, the two Pharaoh brothers left. And so then you had Aaron Gillespie, the former drummer of Under Oath, being the Paramore drummer. So it's like, even though your name is still Paramore, you only have two original members and you just have touring members. Right. Same thing with pa- Panic the Disco. Has nothing to do with Kid Rock Race at Rock. Is this a child? Well, did you all? Yeah, there's a, you... there's a weird child that was in Kid Rock's group. His name is Joe C. Yeah, he's uh, dead now. It's actually a kid. The kid this is a kid? dead. Oh, he is dead. The yeah, kid outlived. Oh my. The kid Rocky had some kind of child. He had some kind of uh, medical issue. What was it? Oh, uh, so I see what it was. was a... He was a hype man. Yeah. And comic relief. <laughs> he, he was born in 1974 in Taylor. This Michigan. kid was comic Great. relief. Well, he's not really a kid. He just looks like a kid. Oh. Kind of like the Cheeto guy. A severe form of celiac disease. Huh. Stunting and dwarfism. So he was a hype man, and he did comedy, and he died of celiac. Hmm. Oh, for God's sake. No. No. <laughs> no. Oh, you, I guess that's the good joke of the episode. I'm so upset. <laughs> I know you guys can't see this, but... 
I did like a really slow turn and and I just had a smile that just grew. It was great. Oh, I'm so bad. proud of you. It's <laughs> almost handshake worthy, really. Yeah, oh my. Count it. Did, Go ahead so, and count it. All right. Did you actually do it? He did not shake my hand, but we will after. Well, this. then I, we can't count it if you don't physically touch his hand with your hand. I just did. I shook his yeah. hand. He died okay, when he was good. 26. It's in the books. Did any of you notice? So I'm assuming you all just listened to the top Kid Rock songs. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So did, did did you look into his? I briefly looked into his discography. Did you? No, I had no interest okay. at all. So Kid Rock's first album, Devil Without a Cause, mm -hmm. not his first album. <gasps> oh yeah, I saw that. Yep. He had an album, Grit Sandwiches for Breakfast. Grit yep. Sandwiches for Breakfast, 1990, eight years prior. I listened to three tracks off of this album. Oh my. Oh, no. A little it's bit like bad. Sugar Ray. <laughs> yeah, he did some new no, metal shit first. No. He sounds like White Trash, Vanilla Ice trying to do Jazzy Jazz and Will Smith. Ooh, except every song's about sex. Literally every song. Hmm. It's bad. And he looks like White Trash cracked out Vanilla Ice, too. He's got I saw the Ice cover. Movie. I saw the front cover. It looks terrible. Yeah. So the caricature of him on the front cover, that's what he looks like in that time. I looked up some photos. Do you, got a, do you have a, a track from that that you'd like to play? From Grit Sandwiches for Breakfast? Yeah, I will. It's explicit, so be ready. And it's super long because they're all too is long. Is it Pimp of the it's Nation called... or Genuine Article or Trippin' Over a Rock? Nope. It's Wax the Booty. Ooh. <laughs> wax the Booty. Okay, here we go with some Wax the Booty. Shades down, hat flipping on and on a catch. You could not believe my eyes, so I lifted up my shades. And this girl stared at me as if she wanted to get laid. Next, the girl started stepping and she crossed the street. She walked to me, and at that, my knees got weak. But then I snapped and realized that it was my duty to get this freak and co wax the booty. Wax that booty, co wax the booty. Freaky, freaky, freak with the nice side booty. Wax that booty, co wax the booty. I got a freak. Is there an alternate universe where Kid Rock was actually just like a boom bap rapper? Yeah, what? <laughs> like, I don't know. Play, how play, ridiculous play is that? Abdul how ridiculous Jabbar is Cut. Abdul Jabbar Cut? Yeah, play that. I want to hear that. Okay, hold on. He's from Detroit, Michigan. Why would he like the Lakers? Uh, kick on back to the That's very. Yeah. It sounds like um, if the Beastie Boys were like trying to take like an audition, and they <laughs> it's very oh, Run yeah, DMC. Yes. I'm yeah. glad that you you found Beastie Boys and some of that garbage. I did too. You know, I also did. I listened to the last track on Cocky WCSR featuring the Snoop Doggy Dog. Yeah, I listened to that one because like, well, Snoop Dogg's in it. It, they just go back and forth talking about how who has the sex raps who has the sex raps me or you snoop and it basically is the same song as wax the booty just mm. with snoop dogg in it oh yeah. i don't understand i don't get kid rock like here's what he's doing he's playing continual pranks on everyone he's just playing everyone he's playing michigan people because he's from detroit but in all summer long he's talking about how summer is in northern michigan because he's trying to act like he's from the up and he's all hard nearly canadian trying to fool Michigan people. Then he's trying to trick all these country fans into thinking that they should listen to him. What a fool. 
as if they're he's country, there. but he's not because he's rap rock, but bad. Yep. All so that's no one true. should listen to him. It's very bizarre. All. He's in so many different avenues and bad at all of them. Yeah. You know. No, he isn't. He's rock and roll Jesus. Don't you know? <laughs> <laughs> don't you know? Yeah, speaking of, that sounds familiar. Yep. And also the Ice Ice Baby rappy thing. Yes. I got something I want to listen to. I don't know if this will be kept. We'll see. Uh, here we go. Who was that? Was that Beastie Boys? That, yeah. That was Kid that was Rock. Kid Rock, man. No, it was not. He said his name. Yes. He but, said his own name, and he said something was gay. He said some somebody's gay. I don't know who's gay. Let's listen to that again. Because I'm the Kid Rock. What was the uh, rest of that rap? Rock. So Kid Rock shot. Hold on. Why did he say shot and gay at the same time? Okay, hold, one you're more time. You're too cliche is what he said. Okay. You look gay. All right. What a pleasant fellow he is. Man. Well, I'm glad to know that all Detroit area rappers do the same thing when they rap. Do you think that Kid Rock can uh, rhyme orange with porridge? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. <laughs> he could certainly rhyme things with things and okay seen... with another word that ends with K. Have you ever I seen know that? that. Have you yes, ever seen, seen uh, the, the thing where Eminem is talking to 60 Minutes about rhyming yes. orange with porridge? A lot of people think you can't rhyme anything with orange. And that's just not that's just not right. I can think a lot of things around orange. Door hinge. <laughs> door hinge. Door hinge. Was that a weird outfit? Oh, I think it was. I don't know. I we think were, it was one of his like stage. We were listening to Poodle Hat. Oh, that day. was a legitimate interview. Well, yeah, I think Weird Al at least used it. Oh God, I love Weird Al. All right, we'll get back to Kid Rock. Let's talk about Aesop Rock here in the first. Oh, I God. have something I really want to talk I've about. Kid Rock before we move on. Can I just say it? God it's damn it, a Super Cody. quick thing. Why do you have to wait so long? All right, go ahead. Kid Rock looks like Billy Ray Cyrus. That's it. <laughs> that was Take the whole thing. I have a picture of both of them. Don't look at I the got, names, Kid. I, I got something too. No which one's which? You all know the best thing Kid Rock ever did. What best thing Kid Rock ever did was? Yeah. What picture? He played Daisy's boyfriend in Joe Dirt. Mm-hmm. Oh. Def Leppard sucks. <laughs> and then he's a bunch of rocks at him. Rock spewed. So speaking of rocks, Aesop Rock. So yeah, transition for you, Caleb. Uh, Thank you. I appreciate that. So I will start. I think that Jared and I both discovered Aesop Rock uh, around the same time, which alarmingly was when we were like 10 years old because of Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 4, which has bar none one of the greatest video game soundtracks of all time. ACDC TNT uh let's see there's system of a down shimmy there is sex Del pistol del the funky homo sapien i believe is on yes there. del the funky homo sapien who is also at one point on def jux which we will talk about uh let's see what else was there on there there's a lot a lot of really really good oh less less than jake less is than on jake. there less than jake that's a good song i'm on best friends are metalheads yeah i learned i got a lot of my musical taste specifically from that one soundtrack but the standout track to me 
from that game all the time was Labor by ASAP Rock. It is such a good hip hop track. And I like didn't start listening to him regularly until later on when I got older and started realizing who he was and where that like song came from. And he is by far one of my favorite hip hop artists of all time. He's like one of the reasons that I got into underground hip hop. He was so a little bit of his lineage. He was on Def Jux, which had a lot of people like LP and Cannibal Ox, uh, Company Flow, which uh, I think it was just the reissue of Fun Crusher Plus that they released. But there's a ton of like underground hip hop that came out of Def Jux and Aesop's Rocks, a couple of his early albums. I think it was the one after Float. So Labor Days was on there. Labor Days. And then Bazooka Tooth was on there. And then I think once he moved over, eventually he moved over to his own label for Skeleton. So I also, think, oh yeah, yeah, None Shall Pass was also then on Def Jux as well, if I remember correctly. I chose Skeleton as my alternative hip hop album during Kendrick Week, is that? Yes, yes. that's correct. Yeah. Float is my favorite of his albums because I just, I don't know. I just, I really love that album, but oh, he's so good. So the, the really interesting thing about Aesop Rock is, and I think this is probably the greatest statement to him being the good band would be the fact that there was, I don't, I don't know that I'll speak to this in the perfect way, but I will do my best was that there was this, this study that was done to look at the amount of unique words that were uh. used within songs by artists in hip hop. And Aesop Rock, bar none, used the most unique phrases. He is such a, like, poet with his lyricism. And it's so impressive. He, like, there are artists who had, like, somewhere below, like, a couple thousand words. And he's, like, close to 10,000 unique words. Like, he doubled to tripled to quadrupled a couple people who were in the hip-hop world in terms of the unique words that he used throughout his rap. 7,879 unique words. Yeah. Wow. It's a lot easier, too, when you're when the content of your songs is, like, you know, diverse. Yeah. He's also one of the most, like, technically gifted, you know, hip-hop oh, yeah. artists. Oh, absolutely. Like, absolutely. He, he's very good. Like, I mean, he has unique words, but he also uses them well. Yes. You know, like, he, right. he, he's not just splattering a bunch of yeah. random words onto, yeah. Oh, no. It all, it all everything, make, everything makes sense. It's almost like grammatically correct in many ways. Yes. And it it's, seems, you know, everything fits just right. And it's interesting because his flow also is so fluid that you can tell how confident he sounds. Like there's a lot of rappers who, so like some very bad examples, but like Eminem and Logic are people who like, they can rap very fast, but they like are kind of like throwing things at you in a certain way where when Aesop Rock raps, it's just so fluid and so calm and like it's not so in your face that it's abrasive. Like it's so it's just it's a beautiful thing to experience. I love Aesop Rock so much. That's why I wonder if you know, like, because we know from Eight Mile, because movies are accurate. Yes. That Eminem, you know, he learned he did his rap thing in these rap battles where you gotta like make everything up right away. So you know, but when you can take time to make the raps, you can use, you know good words and make everything sound right. So your flow works out. You know, I don't know. I've never heard Aesop Rock do a uh, a freestyle. A freestyle, yeah. I mean, I'm sure he could, but it takes time to develop something that makes that fits the way that that does. And there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. So me and Jared went and saw Aesop Rock live yes. about I think it was 
about probably like close to three years ago. Yeah, it was probably two thousand seventeen. It was when Impossible Kid came out. Yeah, and so and so he did with DJ Sonic. The two of them did the entire and, Impossible and Homeboy Sandboy and or Homeboy Sandman Sandman, yes. which he has done a couple EPs with. Um, he opened for, and that was pretty good too. Yes, but uh, DJ Sonic and Aesop Rock did the entire Impossible Kid album all the way through. He started with Mystery Fish, led into Rings, and I was like, I think he's just going to keep going. I think he's just going to do the whole album. And lo and behold, he did the entire album all the way through, and I was just, ah, what an experience that was. Yeah, that was so good. We went with our cousin Chauncey. Shout out to him. Shout out to Chauncey. I know you'll never listen to this, but if you do. Please listen to our podcast. We're out here. We love you. (laughs) We should play play a song from Aesop Rock. Can we play one of the ones he did with Kimya Dawson? Which ones? Uh, the he has a whole band with her. Uh, I wanted to play my favorite song, the Uncluded. The Uncluded. I am unfamiliar. I think with the Uncluded. Also, it's him and Kimya Dawson of the Moldy Peaches. Mm-hmm. I've heard this. Um, I guess we'll play Delicate Cycle by the Uncluded. Play tit- tits up. Tits up. Yeah. Okay. What you're gonna do to get your ass out of this rut so you don't live your whole life tits up? Zigga, 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 precious Brothers in a name and like the last rice cake shared Under flames and dice that know the coke Gotta swap old campfire chillers The kind that only grow in vampire state cellars And climb out of jars when they migrate westward Where they were free of any chessboard square Hi, I don't shake beer in the dark Alright, but I'm no Shakespeare in the park I'm a grown-up punk with a ear for a heart And I hear you, please wait here for the heart Did y'all listen to that album? Did any of you listen to the whole thing? No Oh, not, not a long time. Pitchfork t- took a big old dump on it because they suck, but it's that's a very good album actually. Huh? I'll have to. I might have I to found it that now. I found. I don't know when I found. I found it recently within the past couple months. I was like, ooh, ooh, coffee. Ooh. But then I looked at Pitchfork and I go, you lie. So yeah, coffee is a song that has Aesop Rock and has John Darnell, the lead singer of the Mountain Goats, which we did a podcast about on our other podcast, Record Roundtable. Check that sh- out. Ooh. He edited his own wow. verse. His musicianship's really good too. You can tell. I mean, the fact that he can sing over top of that and it just fits just right. It really does. And he's not, you know, he's not rapping over it. He's just singing. His yeah, his production has always been very quality, which I mean mm-hmm. is is very very like typical of a Def Jux record. the The production across Def Jux albums is almost always like pristine. It has a lot to do with like not a specifically on Aesop Rock, but LP specifically is a huge hip-hop producer who does a lot of the producing on Def Jux albums, which you might recognize LP from the current act, Run the Jewels, which has gotten pretty popular recently. Mm-hmm. Uh, he like was originally more of like a producer and not just the a hip-hop artist. 
and their production is just it, it's exquisite oh now hey we should uh, we should mention i guess briefly yes that he did that collaboration with tobacco malibu kin that came out this year that, uh, yes, it what, did. two months ago two three months ago i think it was january i thought it yeah. may have been January. I think it was see. January. It was January 19th. It's been that yep. long ago. It was ago. the 18th. Ooh, so close. So close. Wow. Well, it came out in January. It was good, too. It was pretty good. I agree. It was really good. I haven't listened to Tobacco much before, so to me, it really kind of just sounded like a Aesop Rock album anyway. But... It's a little bit more glitchy. Like, it's like this weird, like, kind of, like, technological sound to his where like a lot usually aesop rocks beats are like a lot more like dark and dim where like this one is a little bit brighter i think but i liked i liked it quite a bit it's a very like weird shift for him but a good one yeah it was good but everyone should listen to it he's also very humorous he's very smart with his lyrics in terms of like being very witty could just we could just talk all the good stuff about aesop rock all day Mm mm-hmm Mm, delicious. Why wouldn't we talk about Kid Rock if we can, though? Would you prefer talking about Kid Rock? No, I don't care either way. Kid Rock did a song with Nickelback. <sighs> no, Aesop Rock didn't. never did a song with Nickelback. Why don't you play uh, Labor? Is that a good song for you? Ooh, of course it is. I we'll play play. one more Aesop Rock song, then we'll get back to Kid Rock. This is Labor, 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 Labor. It's the one from Tony Hawk Pro Skater 4, just for context. With the monkey wrench, well oil perfection is simple. Just to watch these monitors spit white toys through your office space. Automator, I affect Jolly G, pull this in a cloud clusters, brushing dust mites off your starving all revolution sound jugglers. Delinquent fan for brick habitat, five weeks, stick move fence, and pour somewhere in the middle for slick invention. This year's brain crop is spectacular, I ain't mad at you, don't stay mad at the caliber. Now picture yourself doing a kickflip in the middle of that. Oh heck yeah! Mm. Oh yeah! Ollie and all day. Ollie. Ooh, did anybody ever try to learn how to skateboard? I have a skateboard and I've used it for transport. Can you? Can you skate? I can't do any tricks, but I can ride a, a thing in a straight line. Okay. Well, that's a, that's impressive. I suppose. And you don't fall. Yeah. That's something. Are you talking about in real life or on the game? In, real in the life, game, friend. Okay. <laughs> yeah, he's. I like I that one. I like confused. that one where you had to go and do the the flip over that lion. Oh yeah, that was good. That was fun. That was a good game. I I, I was a big fan of that game on Bam Margera. Bam Margera is both in Tony Hawk Pro Skater and so is he's not Brock and Kid Kid Rock is a part of now we've we've learned. <laughs> Bam Margera's group. So there's the oh continuity gosh. that we got. Yeah, we. What, yeah. I thought we together. made. I thought we made that up. Is that real? Uh, according to me, it's real. According to that's what I real. thought. <laughs> Listen, it'll be all right. I need. To, I need to know for the sake of not being confused when this thing's over with. Well, that's entirely fair. Okay, so how about we do this? Kid Rock had a little person in his group, and Tony how Hawk about- had a little person in his group, and Aesop Brock was on a game made by Tony Hawk. So. They're both in the All right. How, how about we do this? How about all, how how about this? all y'all They're check that link? They're both great white sent. rappers. How about, how about that? you check that link I just sent and tell They're me who's both, in whose entourage? They're both great white rappers. They're both great white rappers. <laughs> okay, Caleb. <laughs> Bam Margera shooting guns with Kid Rock. All right. All right. It's all circular. That's going to be the picture. Put it's that cool. in that thing. Oh my God! Kid Rock oh looks God. so Bam thin Margera, in this. Bam Margera standing next to Kid Rock, with Aesop Rock standing next to Bam Margera. Someone's doing a kip flip in the background over a lion, right? And 
John Darnell is somewhere there too. I don't know what right, he's, he's doing. A, he's in there doing something. Are you taking notes, Dax? Yes. Wonderful. He doesn't do it. Cody does I, it all. I screenshotted that picture so I could send it to Cody. <laughs> nice. No. Uh, I want credit. Make sure you don't use it without paying me 50 cents every time you use it. Oh, uh, sure. So, should we go ahead and clarify who's the good band? That sounds familiar. Dumb, dumb Kid Rock over here is like, I wish I could write a song about Michigan, but I'm going to use two artists, both of which are not from Michigan, whose songs have nothing to do with Michigan. One has to do with Alabama, one has to do with London. And I'm going to sample both of them because they got the same melody. Because and I'm going to make a big old Yvonne. song about it. So all summer long, the initial piano intro and the continual piano parts up until the end is a sample of Warren Zevon's Werewolves of London off of his album Excitable Boy from, I believe, 79, could be 78. And then, of course, the remaining bits of the song, really the most familiar portions of the melody, are clear samples of Sweet Home Alabama by Leonard Skinner. And it's so bad that even like the outro of All Summer Long is literally the piano outro interlude from Sweet Home Alabama. It's that bad. He didn't, he did, he put a new drum track over it, and that's like literally it, other than the lyrics. Here's the question. Am I playing any of these songs? Because I could play so many things there. Yeah, let's go ahead and play all summer long. Get a little bit of the intro, and then you have to skip in to get a little bit of the Sweet Home Alabama bits. And then you can pretty much just play the beginning of both uh, Werewolves of London and Sweet Home Alabama. Because the, the beginnings are what the most notable part that's in this song are anyway. I mean, Werewolves of London just stole from Leonard Skinner. Not like, it is totally. completely ripped off. Uh, yeah. That sound doesn't, it's not convincing. Uh, Rest in peace, uh, Peter Mayhew. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Just play something. All could right, be, here's, it also here's could some be, all summer long again. It also could be the gargling gargoyle of Garshwin from the Muppets. That's true. It could be that thing. All right, so here's a little bit of Werewolves of London. I think that's that that's pretty yeah that's pretty clear yeah it's i mean it's literally that he pulled the track yeah plain and simple yeah now dude leonard skinner you're about to realize too that warren zevon did not rip off leonard skinner we'll see same song you, you cannot convince uh, me that first not- off, no 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 first off the piano doesn't even play that he at changed all instruments the whole the every, it's no the, the guitar goes ding 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 it doesn't go dun 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 it doesn't mm-hmm. that is that exact melody is not in sweet home alabama at all because mm. then when you get into the verse it goes ding, he's it gonna goes, be talking about this all summer long it sounds familiar that's listen, all I have to say. Listen, at what point? Ding, 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 at what point did the flag become a, a rebel flag? What's that? <laughs> I said, when did the that the flag become a rebel flag? Remember yeah, during the Civil War? <laughs> yeah, that would be when. <laughs> well, I'm saying like, what kind, what kind of a question is that? Michael, no, I'm what saying are you like, asking? I'm people what are you they asking? don't like it being called the Confederate flag. They would prefer it to be called the Rebel flag. Oh, because they're, they're separated the, from the now defunct rebel. Confederacy. 
I see. It's kind of saying. funny because the northern people are the people that called the southern people rebels. They probably didn't like it in the. I'm gonna I'm gonna take this platform to go ahead and say this. Didn't now. David Bowie have a song called Rebel Rebel? It's possible. Yeah, was and it's he, fantastic. Was he in what the Confederacy? Oh, Billy Idol's Ooh, in there too. If how any, about Tiny Tim Rebel Yell? If any of, <laughs> if any of our listeners have a Rebel flag at home, we love you anyway because you're listening. But I mean, maybe maybe don't. About maybe maybe, maybe don't. take it off that porch. Yeah, it's maybe, actually maybe the Confederate don't. flag of the Army of Virginia. Mm. The battle flag of the Army of Virginia. Well, damn you, Virginia. Hey, Stop Rock <laughs> so. is the good band. Did we want to talk any more about picture? Um, we'll save it for Cheryl Crow next week. Yeah, so next week we're doing uh, Count counting Cheryl, Cheryl Crows, Crows, which we talked about. How many Cheryl Crows are we counting? How many till you go to How sleep? How many are there? You know, right. we didn't talk I normally about... hit about 12 Cheryl Crows before I fall asleep. That's not too many at all. I wish it, yeah. I wish it would take me 12 Cheryl Crows to fall asleep. Because I can imagine Cheryl Crow however I want. Cheryl Crow's face on a sheepish body. Ooh, I, don't I, know. I could go in some ways. I don't know about right. this. All right. Kid Rock's the good band. I mean, uh, no, the other one. Wait, what? <laughs> All right, let's do the oh, let's he's official locked vote. In now. He locked in. Nope. It's official vote, Gary. One vote Caleb, for Kid we Rock. Know where you're at, right? Yeah. I'm locked in, I guess. Yep. You're locked in now? He's locked in. Kid Rock's the good band. Whew. All right, well. Poor guy. Suffer the heat of the online internets as they roast your ass what so about, hard. Can I change it to Josie? Can he be the good band? No. Only you, if you, you can, can change it. You can only change it if you change it to Uncle Cracker. Okay, yeah, that's Uncle yes. Cracker. That's fine. But only Uncle Cracker, prior to the release of the song that everyone knows, well, he was still part of Kid Rock's Entourage performing live. All right, sure. Fine, okay. Go ahead, Tyler. Life lesson for today, go listen to more underground hip-hop. Listen to Fantastic Damage by LP. Listen to Cannibal Ox's Cold Vein. Listen to listen Kid Rock's to, early music. Listen to yeah. Kid Rock's. I was getting <laughs> there. Kid Rock. Listen to Picture. Sandwiches listen to Bawada Diddy. Yeah, I was getting there. You didn't let me finish. Okay. Obviously, that's part of the underground hip hop scene is exactly. Kid Rock's early 1990 album. Exactly. I just didn't right. finish to get there. Hot tape. Aesop Rock is good. Definitely <laughs> better than Kid Rock. I will vote Aesop Rock, but I, I also like. I will admit. I mean, he talked. Dakota, or Dax, sorry. I'm so sorry. Dax talked earlier about how Nickelback and Kid Rock did a song together. And that's pretty much like the perfect symmetry that you would ever need in your life. I mean, yep. what more trash could you pile into the studio? Oh, well, was it, Uncle was Cracker could have been there playing the, key, playing the keys. Oh, no. Now, he's a DJ. He doesn't play keys. I don't know. Alicia plays the keys. Alicia plays the keys. Ooh. You could get Buck Sherry in there. Yeah, Buck Sherry could yeah, be there. Yeah, I see that here. I can't say Buck Cherry anymore. No, I have to I, say Buck Cherry. Yeah, well, just it sounds fancier that way. Wait, like maybe you'll like it if you. Play three it doors. Down. You know who's playing? Three doors down. Three doors down's playing over there. Yep. All right. So Aesop Rock is the good band. Yep. Yes. Thank you for listening to the good, this week's edition. Oh goddamn it! <laughs> Thank you for listening to this week's edition of Good Band Bad Band. Tune in next week for Cheryl. No, hold on, man. Counting Cheryl Crows. Goodbye. No more beer for me. <laughs> Smooth transition out, everybody. Thanks for listening. Real good. <laughs> I done fucked that whole thing up. <laughs> Rest in peace, Peter Mayhew. <laughs>